I started to develop this this intense uh, prescription drug addiction as well as a gambling addiction. And I was the classic definition of a bad gambler. I would go and go and go and lose and lose and lose. And I would just keep coming back for more. It's like, I don't know if you've ever heard these stories of these terrible guys who treat ex-girlfriends really bad, but she keeps going back to him. That was the relationship I had with the casino. I just kept going back. But now I had access to the business bank accounts. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by the fantastic Nate Dukes. He previously joined us on episode 127 of Broken Bulbs, so make sure you check that out as well. Now, in his early 20s, Nate was a business owner chasing success after success while dealing with a secret drug addiction. After constantly hitting rock bottom, hurting everyone close, stealing a car, and going to jail, Nate went on a journey of changing his mindset and his decisions, which helped him create his own comeback story. But he also stole money from his own business. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, we all know that I like having recurring guests, but I've also started having guests on a bonus podcast called Bright Bulbs. It's a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed, and we have a lot of fun talking about silly ideas and creative projects we may or may not ever get into. If you want to access this special bonus podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now, enjoy the show. Nate Dukes, welcome back. Ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I'm very ready, Alex. Okay, so let's talk about you stealing money from your own business uh, just to fund addictions. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say just to fund addictions, but that's that's what it was for. Tell me about that experience. How did you end up there? Yeah, so growing up, we were the poor family. We didn't have a whole lot. My parents were really kids raising kids. And so when I got out of their house and I got past college, I knew that I wanted to create a life for myself that wasn't the same as my past. And so I got involved with this bar slash restaurant in downtown Youngstown, Ohio. A buddy of mine that I used to bartend for, he said, hey, Nate, I'm, I'm going to start this business. Do you want to be a part of it? And it really scratched this like business owner itch that I had, but also it being a bar, it also scratched this party lifestyle that I had started to develop that really was birthed out of college is where I first got introduced to drugs and alcohol. And so now we're taking this business and over the course of two years, we take something that was originally failing and turning it into something that is very successful very quickly. And now I have access to more money than I'd ever seen in my entire life. Now, I want to be clear. This is not a crazy amount of money. It's just being the poor kid growing up. Uh, it, it, was, it seemed like a crazy amount of money to me. I had a beautiful apartment in downtown. I had access to money. I had a great car. It was easier, easier for me to socialize with people of the other gender. Um, I, was, I found like I was the life of the party at times. But here's what I found is that I was still empty on the inside. You see, as, as a kid, I, I thought that things, stuff, and success was actually what's going to fulfill me. And then when I didn't, when, when I got it, I realized that it, it didn't actually fulfill me at all. And so I started to find other things and other areas of my life that I could start to stuff inside of me to, to fill the darkness and the void 
that was there. And I, I started to develop this, this intense uh, prescription drug addiction as well as a gambling addiction. And listen, I, I need you to know something. I was the classic definition of a bad gambler. I would go and go and go and lose and lose and lose. And I would just keep coming back for more. It's like, it's like, I don't know if you've ever heard these stories of these terrible guys who treat ex-girlfriends really bad, but she keeps going back to him. Mm -hmm. That was the relationship I had with the casino. I just kept going back. And over the course of a year, I ended up stealing or I ended up gambling everything that I owned away. But now I had access to the business bank accounts. And so when you're in a a drug-induced state, you're in the wrong place with the wrong headspace. You never know what could happen. Uh, one night I, I started to take from the deposit and I, I, I took that and, and being in charge of the business bank accounts, you could kind of hide things, you can move things around. And I guess in my head, I thought, well, it's not really stealing. It, it's my money anyways, right? I'm the business owner. So, but the truth is, is that you can't take business money for personal investments. It's called embezzlement. And so I was starting to steal money from my business and it all came to a head when my business partner, one day he pulled us, pulled me aside. He said, Hey, Nate, you know, it's time to cut checks for the employees. And we had about 20 people who worked for us at that time. And uh, I realized that uh, I had to come clean in this moment. And I just told him, I said, Hey, listen, if we go to write these checks, there's not going to be enough money to cover them in the accounts. And you could see the confused look on his face. He started to get frustrated and overwhelmed. And then finally it all started to click. He realized that I had actually taken the payroll money the night before and I had gambled it all away. And it was one of the lowest moments of my life. And he gave me an ultimatum at that point. He said, you can either sign everything over to me and uh, you can walk away from this business free and clear or I'm gonna get a lawyer and I'm gonna press charges and we're gonna get legal people involved with this. And so at 26 years old, I signed essentially what was my life work over to him at this point. And I moved back in with my mom and dad. That's, by the way, that's the real walk of shame, moving back in with your parents. And so um, I now had done this for the second time and uh, my identity of who I was was wrapped up in a business owner. And when I didn't have that business anymore, I didn't know who I was. And the big lesson that I pulled away from this moment in my life, this broken bulb, this failure, this time where I felt like I was at the bottom was the fact that I was chasing more was an indicator that what I had was never enough. And so now my life is very different. I I practice cultivating gratitude. And, And before you write me off and say this, oh, this is another gratitude talk or gratitude list. I just want you to understand something. Being grateful is a reminder that what we have now is enough, but more importantly, that we are enough. And so for me, I never thought that I was enough. So I was constantly trying to chase the next thing that would make me feel better. And so now I practice gratitude. I find something that I am thankful for every single day. I have this buddy of mine, when he stops at red lights, he thinks of something to be grateful for. And the more red lights he hits, the more grateful he becomes. And I know it's a little cheesy, it's a little silly, but it's a practical way to start to include gratitude into our everyday life. Now, I'm not saying don't chase success. I'm not saying don't chase your dreams. I hope that you do. But we have to understand something that success without fulfillment is actually failure. Success without fulfillment is actually failure. And for me, I am chasing impact now more than I am chasing success. I want to help people, but I also want to be grateful through the entire process. And so there might be some things in my life that uh, look like they're pretty rough on the outside. How could you ever be grateful for that? Well, without those experiences, I would have never learned. I would have never grown. And I've never become the person that I'm so incredibly proud of today. 
And so for me, I just have to constantly remind myself that even those moments where I feel like I'm not enough, there's reasons if I look, if I want to, if I, if I, if I wanted to be grateful, I can. I like that. I, I, I like that a lot. And I know, I know people get irked about, oh, gratitude, just be grateful, you know. But honestly, it, it's something that has, has helped me in my life. And as cheesy as it might be to say gratefuls, you know, to think of something you're grateful for at every red light. It's not a bad idea just to kind of get you in the mode of that practice. And I really appreciate what you said. Success without fulfillment is actually failure. There's so much more to life to help fulfill you than just these kind of outside successes. Of course, like you said, keep chasing them, follow your dreams, you know, but, uh, but there's so much more out there as well. Well, and when we're grateful for what we have, we can't be consumed by what we don't have. And I never want to be overwhelmed or consumed with the thought that what I have right now isn't enough. And in a world of social media, and it's so easy, it happens to me all the time. I get wrapped up in it. I start scrolling, I start looking and I'm seeing what somebody else is doing or, or where they're at. And I start to think, well, if I'm not where they are, does that mean that I'm not good? And that is just a lie that I, I hope that we never allow to sink into our brains. And we can, we can recognize that thought when it comes in and say, no, no, no listen, I am okay. I am good because it, it has nothing to do with where I'm at. It has everything to do with who I am. And I'm grateful for where I'm at and the impact that I have. Of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what else you're doing. What are you doing to make an impact? Of course, you've got your book. So why don't you tell us where we can go to find that and where we can go to follow you and the rest of what you're doing? Yeah, so you can find this book that I've been writing to help people start from the bottom, create their comeback, and prove some of those negative voices wrong. It's called You'll Never Change. Um, it's available on Amazon, Kindle, uh, also Audible as well. If you need help, you can go to You'll Never Change. Dot com and you can order it from there. Uh, so really what I get to do, a passion of mine is helping other people who feel stuck, who feel lost. And a great place for me to do that is in rehab and recovery centers. Having struggled with addiction in my past, uh, I find a great joy to be able to help other people. So if you would like to actually partner with me, sponsor somebody else's comeback, I've created this initiative where you can pay it forward. You can go to you'llneverchange.com slash pay it forward. You can buy a book for somebody that you've never met before in your entire life, I will personally go and I will share my story and I'll deliver the book to them. Uh, my goal in 2021 is to give away a thousand books. My goal for 2022 is to give away 10,000 books. So I'm going to need some help, but I just believe that there are people who are ready and primed to make their comeback and they just need some inspiration and they need a little help and, and together we can be a part of their story. I absolutely love that. I love that you're pairing this book and your whole message in, in this wonderful package of actually getting it out there, actually trying to make that impact as opposed to, yeah, I, I wrote a thing here, you know, take it. I, I love that there's that purpose driven behind it. And with that, I just want to say thank you once again for joining me. Alex, this is still one of the best podcasts that I've ever been on. I love this show. I love what you're doing, man. Keep doing a great job. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Success without fulfillment is failure. Find what fills you up and how you can also fill those around you. Be grateful for what you have and who you are. Keep chasing those dreams, but know that you're already enough. Special thank you to Nate for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work 
including his book, You'll Never Change, which you can find linked down in the show notes. And remember, Nate previously featured on episode 127 of Broken Bulbs, so I highly recommend you go back and check that out as well. And if you want to support Broken Bulbs and the rest of the work I do, please visit patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Remember, Williams is spelled W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. It's a little weird, but with a name like Alex Williams, I got to differentiate myself on the internet, right? Or just click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there and show you all the awesome bonus content you can receive for being a supporter. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.